Hey everybody, this is Brian. Welcome to episode 34 of Oklahoma Craft Beer. Uh, been a little bit since we've done an episode, but I uh, figured I'd give you a little bit of sound bites from our trip to Arkansas. That's right, me and Kevin and Tom of the Tulsa World went to Arkansas, namely Rogers and Fayetteville, and did a little uh, field trip, if you will, just to uh, kind of scope out their uh, craft beer scene as well as get some crowlers filled. That's right, they fill crowlers over there and of Oklahoma beer as well. It's a shame we still can't do that here. But first things first, I wanted to uh, welcome you all to fall festival season in Oklahoma. And over on issue.com, that's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash beer is okay. You can get our second issue of uh, Oklahoma Craft Beer Guide. Uh, it's a digital magazine that we started doing. Uh, you may see some printed versions soon, as soon as I can get off my butt and go get them. Uh, so look for those in local bars in Tulsa, and I'll hopefully try and get some out to Oklahoma City. And in there, you can find some stories about uh, local fall festivals uh, coming up through October. Uh, right now going on is the Choctaw Oktoberfest, I believe, till September 11th or 12th. Uh, so get out there and visit those guys. They've been doing that for over 20 years, 25 years, I think. And uh, apparently a very fun festival. Scott Fest coming up. Multiple Oktoberfests, uh, obviously in Tulsa, and uh, beer festivals at McNelly's, uh, First Draft. So get on over there to issue.com slash beers okay, download the uh, magazine, and you know, you'll have your uh, very own guide to the upcoming festivals for this fall. Uh, also in the magazine, we feature the Oklahoma in Arkansas field trip that we took. Uh, also joining us was our uh, chauffeur and local member, uh, Scott. Uh, he was gracious to lend his car out that weekend, and uh, we went down to a few breweries. Uh, Ozark Beer Company was uh, gracious hosts and uh, got some growlers filled there of High Point Beer, mind you. Uh, also went over to Columbus House, uh, kind of discussed with them uh, how our laws work, and uh, just kind of blew their minds about, uh, uh, you know, distribution and things of that nature. Uh, then we ended up finishing up our day at uh, Puritan Brew Co., uh, talking to their owner, Kevin, and uh, got a couple of crawlers filled of Oklahoma beer. So, uh, and uh, mind you, this was kind of... Uh, I don't know, laissez-faire, we, uh, I recorded most of this on my phone, so it's a little noisy, but, uh, hey, it's free, so enjoy that, and it's gonna be kind of a small episode this week, uh, but, uh, coming up, there's gonna be a two-part episode with Bruce Sanchez of Twisted Spike Brewing, uh, went over and visited him in Edmond, talked to him and his wife, they were nice enough to allow us into their house and see their whole brew scene, and, get the main scoop on uh, what's coming up and you might see in a year from now from Twisted Spike. So uh, without further ado, I will leave it to our Oklahoma and Arkansas field trip. Enjoy. Okay. Huh. Really? Ever the ABC, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Our alcohol beverage commission or whatever. I talked a bit to Russ at Diamond Bear and about his struggles with his brewery. Yeah, it seems more the state level than the city level. Hmm. 
city was much of a problem. Most cities like having businesses. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's good for commerce. Generally speaking, a business is good for commerce. What a, what a concept. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's a bar, not a strip club. Come on. <laughs> he looks like a dude. I was going to say the same thing. That's Duke. He is the Duke. He says Duke. Yeah. What's the other one's name? Jesse. Dogs, dogs in a brewery. So it's Jesse's girl. What did you guys enjoy? Going to around here, mostly. If you're not here, I love, I love Boston. Do you? Thank you very. Ben Mills and the head brewer there. He went to UC Davis for brewing. He worked at Sockfish Head before that. Really? Didn't know that. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And they just started canning. Oh, that's right. Love crashing in a can. It's better than a can. Well, I think it's perfect for Fayetteville and Arkansas too, with the outdoors, the amount of outdoors uh, exactly. places you have here, hiking trails. You can't take glass on a river, no. you know. Right. You can't take glass hiking. I don't mean to denigrate Fayetteville, but it seems like most towns have outdoor facilities, and so just the fact that breweries would consider bottles over cans at this point is ludicrous, because cans are just cheaper all around. It's cheaper to ship, it's cheaper to fill, it's cheaper to get. There's still you get some of those people out there, oh, I, I don't like, I can taste the metal. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my father-in-law still will not drink. Well, yeah, I, 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 I guess in your head. Beer, you know, Keystone has that, you know, coating inside, so it's better. <laughs> every craft beer has, every can has coating inside. Keystone for sure does. If it doesn't turn blue when it's cold, I don't want it. It's <laughs> blacker. Cause that's how I know when to drink it. <laughs> uh, awesome. The other problem with the can is it doesn't have a vortex. Yeah, yeah. good point. You got a lot, or at least the wide mouth. I lose the guzzle. I guess I could just shotgun it, but you know, <laughs> it's messy. Just can't get it out of the can fast enough. No one ever shotguns Keith. Can't get out of the can fast enough. What I hate is, you know, it just. It still allows me to be sober for too long. I need <laughs> those extra few seconds of getting it all out. That's why you need that powder. <laughs> no, no, that's why I fill up my uh, my Camelback. You know, when I go mow the yard with the highest APV beer I can find, <laughs> and I'm done mowing the yard when I can't remember anything. <laughs> you get pulled over on the road in your lawnmower. Oh no, no, no! It's one of those push lines that are. Yeah, it doesn't have an engine to, so you know, it's not like, no, no, no. Yeah, right. So you know it's time to stop when you lost a tub. Unfortunately, like when the catch runs out, like, uh. We're at least going to Puritan Beer Co. or Brew Co. Brew Co., whatever. Get some crowlers. Yeah. yeah. They don't brew beer there. No, no, they do not. But, but so we, in Oklahoma, you can't get high point beer in crowlers or crowlers. <laughs> you can't see it, but he has a defeated look on his face. Right. <laughs> so he's weeping. Hold on, give him. We're a gonna go get some Oklahoma beer that you can't get in a crawler. In a crawler. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you're, you're gonna drive to Arkansas to buy Oklahoma beer yes, to bring back to Oklahoma. That's right, sir. See, we're sticking it to the man. <laughs> That's the whole thing. We're paying you guys Arkansas taxes. That's right. That's right. So you guys get all of our. Yeah, we can't go. 
to the brewery and buy it. Yeah, so we can't even do this. This is impossible. Well, unless it was four point and below. Four percent by which is exactly zero. Yeah, taproom. Oh no, you can have a four point and below taproom. Are you serious? Why would anyone go there? There's some that make decent beers. So so a brewery has to be distributed. Yes, sir. They need to be packaging their beer. Now, and it gets even worse. So in Oklahoma, we have what's called an open wholesale system, which means that you must sell evenly to every wholesaler. So you need to package enough beer to sell to each. There's, there's about eight of them in Oklahoma to sell to them equally. This is, this is like reminding me of like school stuff. Where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you have to pass this test, do this thing. That's right. That's right. And most of the wholesalers don't just want one case. Of course not, because they have multiple accounts. They don't just want two. They want at least 20. So you have to sell 20 to each. So you need so uh, 20 times eight. What's that? 160 cases. At least. Per time you sell. you batch a beer. A new beer. So with this system, yeah. it's about seven or, or, or ten barrels. You would need to brew for how long? A long time. Yeah, and your IPAs will not be fresh. Nothing will be fresh. Now we haven't even gotten to the fact that when you go to a package store, you have to buy the beer warm. Oh yeah. You can't buy cold beer in Oklahoma at a package store. Oh yeah. So there you go. There you go. Well, you can drink it at home. You can eventually get it cold, but you can't get it cold right now. Unless you go to a uh, grocery store or convenience store and get an IPA that's a below 4% APD. Or 4 and below, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's why you guys have ten breweries, and we have in Oakland, at least also we have two. Yeah. Well, we have we have we're gonna have three. We're gonna have six uh, probably by next year, maybe two years. We have two years. Three in production currently. Yeah. That's with um, Heath. Yeah, he's using Prairie right. facilities. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll also have two. Uh, um, uh, beer pub, uh, brew pub. Yes. Oh yeah. But they would only be able to brew three feet beer mm -hmm. at the on premises, or they could brew strong and sell it to the wholesaler, goes off premises and come back into the brew for 24 hours. They must leave the premises for 24 yeah, hours. Does that make sense or what? Yeah. And then they, the, the wholesaler gets a cut, the uh, distributor gets yeah. a cut, yeah. and then it comes back. So, will that change? Are there people well, it's supposed to, we've got two house bills. Well, like, they're trying. <laughs> that's what we're here for. It seems to like there's, yeah, I mean, there's got to be. So I lead a grassroots uh, consumer-led group in, in Oklahoma that is advocating to change the liquor laws. We're called Local League of Oklahoma's for Changing Alcohol Laws. Um, and so we have two bills that we're supporting. And we supported we supported others too just quietly. Um, but one of them allows for breweries to have high quality APD taxes. Like the Arkansas it's, Yeah, it would be an expansion of the Oklahoma Brewers permit, which was established in two thousand three. So it would allow for more breweries to do more things. Well it's actually it was very it was very positively received. So it was actually introduced last session. And it passed both chambers unanimously. 
However, at the last minute, the um, the senator had some second second thoughts about the bill. Mostly, it's constitutionality. Um, Oklahoma is one of the few states that put prohibition into our state constitution, and we've never quite repealed it from the state constitution. So what that means is that and he is just killed over it. Yeah, point. I know this is great. <laughs> I love it. You're you're really confounded by this. His so, Fayette Chill hat has no meaning anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've lost the chill. <laughs> so to, to to change the laws, it needs you need to repeal really this. It's a Article 28 from the state constitution. Um, so. The problem with this is, is that it, according to our state constitution, you must sell it to a wholesaler first. SB 424, which allows breweries to sell it to point of production, doesn't sell to a wholesaler first, and therefore it's unconstitutional. Does it have a Twitter account? They're in the thing. C-H. C-H Brewing? Yeah, look up C-H Brewing. Columbus House. Yeah. I think it was C-H Brewing. Hold on, Tom. I'll find it for you. C-H Brewery. At C-H Brewery. Is there Twitter? Yeah. So uh, he needs to change. He needs to add to the uh, uh, bill a state question, which means it has to go to a vote of the people. And so to change like the constitution. Yeah. To mm -hmm. allow a brewery to do this. Pretty big deal. That's a lot. I yeah. feel like they're missing out on a lot of money. And they are missing out on a lot of money. And Oklahoma's an huge budget problem. So, hey guys, I have an idea. We just encountered some people through at Ozark before this, and we encountered some people from Tulsa doing a bachelor party here in Fayetteville because they couldn't do it in Tulsa. They were going to breweries. So that was all money we missed out on. It's a lot of money. And the guy owns a bar. Yeah, he owns a bar in Tulsa. He comes to Arkansas to drink good He comes to Arkansas. So, yeah, so he had to come all the way out. I mean, it's great for you guys. I mean, you got, they stayed at a hotel here, they're renting a, 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 a shuttle here, and they're paying your excise tax on here. Hey, man, those trails don't pay for themselves. So these uh, people from out of state come in and help you out. Those about 10 guys? Yeah, at least. I mean, if you count. Oklahoma State fans as people. Oh, <laughs> and it begins. What now? We're in neutral territory in Arkansas. Now, if we were in Texas, it'd be a little different. Be nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's really neutral territory, but it feels like it. I really don't care. So. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, I carry two. You're, you're the only one doing this in Arkansas, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, being over at Foster Cove has one. Uh, oh, really? But you know what? Our, my original idea was to do a growler filling station. That's it. But what I was saying about laws here, I mean, it's crazy what we had to do. We have a, a retail beer permit, uh, and that gives us the ability to actually get a growler endorsement to do growlers and growlers. Uh, but then we also have a restaurant mix drink, so we actually could be a full bar if we wanted to be. Um, but the only reason that we carry that is because we didn't want to have to be restricted to 6.3% and under for beers. We wanted to be able to do craft beer. We wanted to be able to do whatever we want. Um, so we have to pay for both of those permits together, which the restaurant mix drink is stupid expensive. Uh, 
but it's worth it because we wouldn't be able to do what we want to do without it. What's around what? How much does it cost? Um, I think it's seven fifty. So, yeah, which which is a lot for yeah, especially when all we're doing is beer. Yeah. We're not doing liquor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we have to pay two fifty on top of that for a resale. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. So it's it's pretty steep. Um, and we, I also want to get one more because I can't do uh, any Arkansas beer in a crowler or garlic. Uh, so I have to get a native beer permit, and that way I could do every single one. So it's just ridiculous that I would have to have three permits to accomplish beer. So I think that's a great way to segue into it's like, yeah, you guys have problems. Yeah. It's, to me, that's not a yeah, it's yeah, yeah, totally. You're like, I'd do that any day. Of the week. Yeah, <laughs> it's still a problem. That's amazing. How do we sign up? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I so, get it totally. Yeah, but that's you're like, that's hey. exactly the point. Like, but yeah, seriously, you can't sell Arkansas. You can't sell any Arkansas beers. Here. That's I interesting. Every brewery here. So, oh, we can. Sorry, we can sell Arkansas beers. We can't growler them or growler. Can't them. Repackage. Yeah, okay, can't gotcha. repackage. Yeah. When when they're over a certain alcohol content. Right. Oh, really? Which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Which probably doesn't. Which is probably a loophole in the law, I would imagine. Anyway, yeah, like the sign there, it's like, whoof. Yeah. <laughs> and they, that, that's sort of different, though, too. I haven't seen that much. I mean, we got dogs and kids running around mm-hmm. in bars here, mm-hmm. but we don't have. I mean, can't have that atmosphere back home. Why is this wall here compared to like other places where? Why, why do you have a no Why do I have to yeah. have that? Because our, so our permanent space um, is just periods in here and just our deck space outside. They wouldn't let me permit this whole building because Fanchel's is separate. The company we over. Which was something that we had hoped because we could play off each other in that. We have a big door that closes here. But mm. here, I mean, who wouldn't want to shop? And yeah, it's here, just right? like whatever, you know. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, if you want to go shop, so you're uh, here, and you go over here, and, and that's, you come back. Hey, seriously, that's what happens. Oh, but all the time. It's, yep. Right, now I'm going to get a t-shirt. And it's like a strip club over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy your beer, so you have to go over here and buy your beer and come over here. That's Oklahoma, you know. It's like, okay. it doesn't yep. make any sense. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Mm. Well, you getting coffee? No, this is a bomb float. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Prairie bomb float? Nice. So there's coffee in there. Well, I know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just a little. It is coffee. Yeah, it is coffee. Don't judge me. It's, it's, it's okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's okay, Dave. There's no judgment here. Whatever it I is want. okay, Dave. It's okay in, Ar- in Arkansas. Yes. Okay. Sure. Sure. Damn, I'm glad you guys got to come in. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, oh, you have Tulsa Rugby Ale? Like, that's not even out anywhere. Is that the low point or is that the high point? Uh, what is the low point over there for you guys? Well, so they have a high point that they bottle. They have six packs that they bottle. Mm-hmm. But uh, they also have a low point that they only sell in growlers and pints at their location. Yeah, so this one is the high then, yeah. Uh, so I can get a growler in that? Yep. We're excited too. This is why we're here, Kevin. <laughs> and, that, and, and Prairie Floats. Usually everything is too high for a growler. Yeah. I noticed we okay, had yeah. the bomb that didn't have a uh, growler for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we still got some restrictions. Kevin, yeah. yeah, how many people at Hobby at the Wall? 2,000. Will be there? Yeah. Wall Brew? At least. 2,000, yeah. At least. It, tickets are moving quickly. Yeah. WallBrew.org. It's worth a trip. It sounds like it's just a good beer. 
So what was the other stuff you guys had today? Uh, you know, it's the menu. The Oklahoma stuff? Yeah. They do have Oklahoma Day. So, the Marshall Arrowhead with Cascade House basil and lime on Randall. So, yeah, are you familiar with, with Randall's? Yeah, um, for sure. So we do a, we do a build your own Randall. Okay. Um, so you can, we have a big list of ingredients. You can check off what you like, what you want to put in one beer. Um, so right now, Bomb has been a popular one for people to do with, you know, marshmallows and coconut and chocolate. And <laughs> So yeah, so we set two today with some fun Oklahoma beers. Um, this is some stuff we thought paired really well. Um, basil, lime, extra hops always goes good in, in any kind of pale ale or IPA. Um, and then the, the Coop Porter, um, especially like coconut, will add a lot of extra of that body to the beer, which is really fun. Hello Coco's a local chocolate here in Fayetteville. Oh wow. It's just fantastic. So even kick up the sweetness of that kind of traditional smoky porter. Um, and then dry chilies just to give a little heat, a little spice. Just like uh, it's it's kind of similar. Comes out similar to a bomb. A little bit, yeah. Completely. Um, a little more alcohol, but uh, those flavors kind of blend just play really well. Right. It's that Grand Sport Porter's. Oh just yeah. Just super popular. How yeah. how does it go over here normally? Do you guys? Blast. Yeah. People always love the dark beer, and uh, it's been a fun one. So some people cool. like a porter with a smoke. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to see how people react to that. But people really liked it. Very cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and then we got the Prairie Bomb Mint Chocolate Gelato. <laughs> so that's what Kevin's eating on right now. He looks like he's in a happy place. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Coop F5 in a can. Can't yeah. go wrong there. And we actually had some Alpha Hive. Did you? Was okay. incredible. And then it just Disappeared. blew through it. Yep. Um, we thought we'd have it for a couple of weeks, but... Good. Man, people started drinking it. It's good news. I, I loved it. I drank quite a bit of it myself. Nice. Yeah. Drinking all the profits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, awesome. I might have to do the Randalls today. A Fayette, at Fayette Brew. At Fayette Brew. So what started that, Mike? It started up not too long after a lot of our first breweries came online here, whether it be Core, Fossil uh, Cove, uh, Salabog, back then. It really came from me wanting to know what was on tap at those locations and realizing that if I started tweeting out tap lists from my personal account, probably just annoy all my friends. So <laughs> actually uh, took a little while to think about it uh, and came up with the idea of just focusing on local group beers. There's a guy in Little Rock, Scott Martin, who does a great job on an account called Woo Pink Brewery covering craft yes. beer in Arkansas at large and covers the local beer that's being produced down in Central Arkansas and also the distribution that the state is soaking up lately. So I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna focus on local beer. I fortunately kinda got on it midway through the growth period that we've been on. Um, been able to see breweries come online and what that process has been like for the community, but also see how some of those earlier breweries have grown into roles and how they've supported things. It's been neat to see. We're still a small community, but we've got some fun things going on that are hallmarks of more established ones. We've got breweries who have moved on from one place and opened up their own. Uh, we've seen breweries grow to the extent that they've hired on staff that have been a part of another brewery. Uh, the community, I think, has stayed, at least from my perspective, which is certainly not an insider, stayed really positive, uh, really supportive across the state. But at the same time, we're seeing growth in a lot of it. Yeah, we were commenting earlier, just, you know, there's like two or three different ones in the past couple of years. It's like Tulsa's just struggling to just get keep places open and it's either finding issues with the city or the state and it's just, it's crazy that 
you know, just the next state over, two hours away. Look at all this amazing growth and this amazing building and you know, places like Puritan here that we're at that you can do crawlers now. And that's kind of one of our things is like we're going to get crawlers of Oklahoma beer because we can't get it in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Like I want. Why can't I have this? And so. It uh, is. It is kind of a tease. It's neat yeah. to kind of see you guys take a, a proactive but also a, a supportive way of kind of thumbing your nose at the, at the situation you have to deal with, but also showing that people will travel for those types of things. And exactly. That's something I think probably Arkansas, you know, five, ten years ago was sitting in a position saying probably a lot of similar things that what you see about Missouri. There was a state that was a little bit more ahead of where Arkansas is certainly still is now. It's ahead of almost everybody out right, there. Right, right. Especially in our part of the country. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it kind of, I think, daybreak say sometimes can take on that big brother, little brother mentality. But I think what uh, we've seen in Arkansas is with the growth of the local beer community <laughs> and the breweries that we have both in this part of the state and in the central part of the state, um, those have really taken the reins for building the craft beer drinker. Uh, mm -hmm. But in your state, I think it's independent people like yourself and movements like local this is a thing that you know, people gather around and not just gather around socially, but it can become a driver for engagement in a yeah. community and it can be a really powerful thing as well. And so I think there's a neat balance there. That's a piece that's probably still younger and growing in mm -hmm. our state. Uh, the Brewers Guild is, is starting to do more outreach and education. That's good. Um, but yeah. I was going to ask you next about that. Yeah, so they have a pretty well established guild or is it fairly new? Because Oklahoma's practically brand new this year, yeah. and they're finally developing. And so, uh, yeah, I was just starting to interrupt. I would but, say uh, I would say that it's it's young. Mm -hmm. I'm certainly not a, a guild member, but from my perspective of things, they've taken a, a lot more aggressive approach this year. And I think they realize that they do have a network of brewers within the state where they could do more events. So they're on, um, they've done multiple tap takeovers at local breweries. Uh, and I think they've done at least two each in central Arkansas and in northwest Arkansas. Okay. Uh, back in July, they hosted a one-day conference for brewers and people interested in brewing, as well as an evening uh, beer tasting festival event you know, that nice. they support on their own. So they've really grown in the last year and they've done a lot more public events uh, at the same time as pushing some of their legislative initiatives and building those relationships and bridges within our state um, and actually doing some, some national visits as well to our representatives in D.C. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I think that's what we'll eventually get to. And, you know, we've got a couple of laws on the books for next year to vote on, hopefully. So, well, ho hopefully when you guys maybe come visit us, yes. you know, you can buy the actual beer from the brewery itself at, like, Marshall can sell you a six-a-pack or something, you know. Yeah. Have you been over to Tulsa? I know you... I've been to Tulsa yeah. a handful of times. It's always fun to go, and I've uh, yet to really get to do a lot of visits to breweries because okay. a lot of the same developments that have really kind of taken place in my understanding over the last more six months, you know, right. uh, going back to a year or so, um, haven't had those chances yet. So for me and for other people interested in making a day trip or a weekend trip to go visit another craft beer community, Tulsa is probably going to be one of those that hopefully comes online in the next little bit. Oklahoma, open up Oklahoma as well to be a place where you can go and visit that neighbor town, experience their craft beer, maybe bring back something special that you can't find on the shelves here, right. and then get to share that and help, you know, through that, blaze that kind of path between the two states, the two markets. Or you don't have to buy Prairie Bomb in a four-pack around here. Yeah, yeah, or you don't have to buy Prairie Bomb. <laughs> you don't have to, like, find three other guys, like, hey, what are going on this yeah, week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Prairie does really well with traders in Arkansas. Oh, yeah, I bet. But, uh, yeah, it is a little bit, uh, a little bit tougher to dive in on, on a four-pack, but right. it's good stuff. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, thanks for meeting. Yeah, no, thanks for hanging no. out. It was fun to catch up with you.